0: Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave, this is David Saul support, and we're doing the weekly Fancy Football Podcast, and today we have a lucky um, guest speaker with us, um, Steven Zenzima. How are you doing, Stephen?
1: Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: No, man, I I, I love your uh, analysis we had talking the other day, so, um, so you're going to take the lead right here. Okay, so it's coming down to the stretch. We got a lot... Uh, players playing for um, playoff spots for their teams. So who you got mm-hmm. at quarterback? Who are right. you starting at quarterback?
1: You know, my best top 10 play this week, who isn't one of the obvious guys, Mahomes Golf. is I got to go with Russell Wilson one more time. I mean, yeah, he was, he's not the fourth-round draft pick. A lot of fantasy owners have you had to use on, in, on him in the preseason, but look at this. He's got the Kansas City Chiefs this week, the third-worst passing defense in the league. Against bottom 10 pass defenses, the man's averaged 250 yards, three touchdowns, over those 6 weeks, right? That's an average of 23 fantasy points per game, good for second in the league over that stretch of time. You can fire Russell Wilson up, you can feel confident about it with a solid floor points.
0: Yeah, um and they're playing for a playoff spot and I want Russell Wilson to win cuz I'm a Charger fan, you know me. So Russell yep. Wilson got to keep the Chargers divisional title on the line. I love that. Um I'm going Russell Wilson, man. If he could, if he could get all those pockets made those special plays I, I see him putting up some major points. Okay, who you got sitting this week at quarterback? You, you know,
1: I hate to say it, man, but I'm sitting Tom Brady. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to hate on the guy. Everyone's always like, oh, you hate on the Pats, you hate on the Pats. But no, look, he's still a top-five NFL quarterback. He's just not a top-ten fantasy quarterback anymore. I mean, over the last seven weeks, only two games has he thrown more than one touchdown pass. And if you want to go back to when he did it at home, like he's got a game at this week, you got to go all the way back to week five. So, I mean – He's is, is not the guy that used to be. The supporting cast in the offense in general is not what it used to be. And then this week you got the Bills coming to town. And, look, the Bills are no world breakers on defense. The thing is, the reason why they're the number one fantasy defense against quarterbacks is teams don't got to throw on them. They get shit on almost every week. <laughs> teams, just run, teams just run on them up the middle, and that's why they give up on average the least amount of points to the quarterback. I'm sitting Tom Brady. You can find better options. It's championship week. Yeah, um, Tom Brady hasn't been putting up a lot of numbers. I mean, a lot of people are giving a lot of hype.
0: Um, Wide receivers are not there. I mean, he got the runner backs, but you can't rely on them too much. I agree on this one. Um, Who are you sleeping this week?
1: Who's asleep? One of my sleepers this week is Baker Mayfield. Um, Ever since the change at head coach, getting rid of Hugh Jackson, over the past six games, this kid has averaged over 265 passing yards, two and a half total touchdowns per game, an average of 22 fantasy points. As I said before, with that Russell Wilson average, that'd be right around second in the league with that average if you were throw, throw that on season long. I mean, they got the Cincinnati Bengals coming to town, and uh, they are literally the worst passing defense against opposing quarterbacks. The Browns still have a sliver of playoff hopes. You know they're going to come out with their best game. So if you're one of those guys out there that lost Carson wins is unsure if your quarterback's going to play this week, definitely give a quick look for Baker Mayfield. He'll be available in 10-team-plus leagues for sure, usually.
0: Yeah, um Bengals are terrible really on defense. They kinda of remind me of the Buccaneers. They're just they have no resistance at all. So yep. um, Baker Mayfield, I think, is gonna have a good game. I love that new head coach. He has more wins than Hugh Jackson did in two and a half years. <laughs> so I mean, he's doing something right. You know, a lot of ever since that dude got um got fired, Mayfield's um balling out. So who are some notables? Give me some notables you got.
1: Uh, well, first off, a guy named Dak Prescott. I mean, uh, the Cowboys are riding high there for about a month and a half. Winners of five straight. I think they got a little full of themselves there for a little bit, um, a lot, apart from running into a really well-coached, well-led Indianapolis team. Um, this week they got the Tampa Bay Bucks coming to town, which you just said. is basically a turnstile on defense. Their running game is bottom 10 in the league, passing defense bottom five in the league. Um, I think they're going to wash them up pretty good, and I think it's a prime bounce-back spot for Dak Prescott.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know if you ever heard of our podcast before, but I was I, I went on a little rant. The only reason why the, the Cowboys and Prescott got, got that five-game winning streak, four of those teams were losing teams, and two of them were the Eagles. It was all smoke and mirrors. I think they got a big head, you know, <laughs> just like those Cowboy fans, man. They get that big head. So it was a reality check. They need to get this win to stay up in the division. You have any other notables
1: for me? Yeah, I got to throw Drew Brees in there too. Um, the the, the the Pittsburgh Steelers are not the same team on the road. Um. Uh, this New Orleans team has kind of been back and forth over the past few weeks. I expect Sean Payton and Drew Brees to right the ship here getting close to the playoffs. They're still in the hunt for the number one seed and um, I expect a good game out of Drew Brees and the Saints.
0: Yeah, he hasn't been, he hasn't been playing good of late. Like last few games, he hasn't thrown over 200 yards. But I think he's definitely going to bounce back. Um, he just needs to clean up a couple of his mistakes and they need uh-huh. to get going, which I think he will. So, um, all right, Moving on to runner back. Who you got at the runner back starting?
1: Who you, who you starting? Yeah, my favorite play inside the top 10 this week is Nick Chubb. Um, as I mentioned, the Browns have been hot over these last six weeks since uh, that head coaching gig. But over the last seven weeks, Chubb has averaged a total of 104 yards total a game with eight touchdowns during that stretching time, including a 31-touch, 128-yard performance against the Bengals just three weeks ago, which included two touchdowns. This week, as I said, the Bengals are coming to, to Cleveland once again. The Browns are eight-point favorites. So you best believe they're probably going to be running the football a ton down the stretch. And uh, the man should be racking up points for you on Championship Week. I definitely put him on my lineup. Yeah, yeah Nick Chubbers. That's what I like, him, man. This dude just chubs along, man. I love
0: this guy. <laughs> um, ever since he got the starting job, they traded Carlos Hyde. This guy's been putting in work. He's super underrated. I don't think enough people talk about him. Mm-hmm. This guy's gonna be a baller. Cleveland's gonna be looking good. I just got done talking in my other podcast. Cleveland's gonna be making some noise this couple next years. They yeah, got they're the youngest team in the league right now. New head coach. They're gonna they're on the up and up. I'm um, really liking what yeah, Cleveland is doing. Yeah, uh, man,
1: absolutely. I, I was telling I was telling people before the season. I was like, I got Cleveland nine and seven, in, in the hunt for the wild card. And people thought I was an idiot. But hey, I mean, look, they're they're still kind of in the hunt as it is. But yeah, the but yeah, situation, man. the tie-ins and Colts got a
0: tie, and then like I, I did a podcast a, a playoff podcast, and there's all these things got to happen, but they still the possibility is still there. That's just crazy. Huge turnaround, love it. All right, who are you sitting this week at running back?
1: Uh, it pains me to say this because I own him just about everywhere. <clears throat> but I'll be uh, sitting New Orleans' Mark Ingram this week. Um, he's, got, he's had a huge role this season on one of the best offenses in the league. But over the past month, these past four games, he's only received 50 touches. And with those 50 touches over the four weeks, he was only able to produce 221 yards and a touchdown over that stretch in time. He's shown the ability to boom. He's had multiple 100-yard performances since returning against Philadelphia, against Cincinnati. But championship week, I'm looking for some a little more consistent. I'm looking for some more touches, and they're playing Pittsburgh this year, who's been sixth against the run to fantasy quarterback. So trying to stay away from Mark Ingram. Yeah, um, I had Kamara, and the
0: week Mark Ingram came back, he vultured for like a couple weeks, and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. But I kept it with Kamara. Thank God I did because you know, Mark Ingram kind of stepped back, and Kamara took yep. the lead, and that's a big that's right. snub. He didn't make the Pro Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah, I Alvin saw Kamara that. That is crazy. I, I like Philip Lindsay. That's my boy. I love Philip Lindsay. I'm glad he, he made the Pro Bowl. But we'll talk about that a little later. But, um, yeah, Mark Ingram, I think we'll digress a little bit. Kamara, I think,
1: is going to take charge. charge. Um, who's your sleepers this week at running backs? You know, my sleepers are basically all the handcuffs we got going on. We got some serious injury situations in this league. In, uh, in Chargerland, although Melvin Gordon got in what seemed to be a full practice yesterday, we still don't know if he's going to play. It's and a questionable, gonna, yeah. Yeah, if, if he's still not going to play, Justin Jackson's got RB2 value. Looking at uh, the other L.A. team, the Chiefs, the Niners. If Todd Gurley sits, a lot of people don't know this. They signed C.J. Anderson yesterday. He's back from the dead, guys. So he might (laughs) show some relevance. He may have some relevance here over the last two weeks. We'll see. Over in Chiefs land, we saw Damian Williams' ball out last week. We know Spencer Ware might be coming back. We don't know if that's going to be a split. So monitor those situations. And lastly, if you're desperate, look at the Niners' backfield. If Matt Breida doesn't play and Justin Wilson gets all the touches, could be some value there as well. So check out those handcuff situations for sure.
0: Yeah, um, I had Justin Jackson. He, he, um, he, um, he got me a touchdown last week. Damian Williams, I, I actually did pick him up in one of my leagues see if he could do anything. I asked him picks up Justin Wilson. He was on my last podcast. I, he was a big sleeper. And CJ Anderson, man, I liked him. What happened, man? That guy was balling in Broncos, and they just let him go. He
1: was a good – I liked him. He did really good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, it was him and Devonte Booker for a bit, and they decided to go with the youth, which was a mistake on their part. Yeah. Booker obviously didn't pan out. And the man's just kind of been a journeyman ever since. But, you know, ho- hopefully he's got a home here with L.A., at least for the year.
0: Yeah, I like I like C.J. Anderson. He's a small back. He's really good screen screen running back. I really like him. Um, who are your notables?
1: Yeah, notables. I'll just throw in a couple names. Uh, Elijah McGuire. That backfield is all his right now. Um, he's uh, produced well on double-digit touches last week. And uh, although it's gross, I know it's gross, guys, but Jordan Howard, he's, he's one of the busts of the year. I own him almost everywhere, so I understand. But over the past two weeks, or three of the past four weeks, rather, he's gotten 14-plus touches. He scored in two out of three of those games, been servable in three out of four of those games. And uh, this week, he's got a decent matchup as well. And if you're desperate, if you got some injury situations going on, you weren't able to grab your handcuff, you might look into putting Jordan Howard back in your lineup this week.
0: Yeah, Cohen's been balling out. I have him on one of my leagues, and he's good on special teams. He, that, <sighs> Bears are going to be making some noise. I like Cohen. I really do. He, yeah. He's a small little dude, but he gets around. All right, we're moving to wide receivers. So who you got at wide receiver this week?
1: Yeah, my favorite top-ten player wide receiver has got to be Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, you know, he's consistently been able to take care of the best matchups he's been given this year against teams like Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Carolina, Oakland. Over the course of these, of these five games, Juju piled up 40 catches, 568 yards, and four touchdowns. This week, he's got the New Orleans Saints, a team that literally ranks dead last against fantasy wideouts. That's another great a matchup. I would expect a good performance for Juju you can have him in there with confidence on championship week.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's a good pick. Um, Juju just – he's always that big play potential. He has two 80-yard touchdowns plus touchdowns this year. Um, he just finds a way, man. That dude – That dude. I mean, him and AB both got over 1,000 yards this year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Big mm-hmm. Ben found his favorite targets. Um, but who are you sitting Absolutely. this week?
1: Give me your sitter. Who are you sitting? Yeah, someone I'm sitting inside the top 20 this week would be Kenny Galladay. Uh, he had a huge game last week. Uh, We're piling up seven catches for 146 yards, but I'm going to be sitting them. Uh, they got Minnesota coming to town, um, apart from having the second-best defense against wide receivers. Over the last two weeks against the Dolphins and the Seahawks, if you combine their wide receiver statistics during that game, they com- they allowed a combined 11 catches for 102 yards. Over the past two weeks, against both teams' wide receivers, those are abysmal numbers. Wow. There, are, there are definitely some safer options out there all, around the same area in the rankings. You can look at Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, even big play Tyler Lockett. I would feel more comfortable with instead of Kenny G, who will also probably get the Xavier Rhodes treatment. So, I'd stay away from him.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't. Even, that was a very interesting stat. That's a uh, that defense is wow. Yeah, Kenny yeah. G man. Um. Yeah, he did have a good game last week, man. Yeah, it sucks because one game. Something good, other game, something bad. Um, yeah, bit of a seesaw this year with that
1: guy. Yeah. Who is your sleeper this week for wide receiver? Uh, sleeper. So uh, my pick outside the top 25 this week, this week would be Deshaun Hamilton, actually, of the Denver Broncos. Um, ever since these guys traded away Damaris Thomas, lost Emmanuel Sanders to injury, there's been a ton of targets up for grabs, right? And everyone thought it was going to go to Cortland Sutton. But over the past three weeks, it's definitely appeared as though Deshaun Hamilton has been their number one receiver. He's got over 21 targets. He's wrapped up 14 catches for 93 yards and a touchdown over, the, over that span. Yes, those aren't world-beater numbers, but if you're looking for a solid floor for a flex or some last-minute replacement, you could do worse than Deshaun Hamilton. So, um, yeah, worth a look, guys, definitely worth a look. Yeah, I thought Cortland Southern was going to get a lot. I like that dude. Um, he, I
0: remember yep. he was injured for a week. He's really questionable, so I see um, Hamilton stepping up to the play and picking up those catches. Um Great picks, man. Um, who are you, who, who are some notables this week?
1: Yeah, you know, if, if OBJ sits again, uh, I'm gonna put some, possibly put some emphasis on Sterling Shepard. Maybe even, maybe even throwing a tight end like Evan Ingram in your flex if there's, if there's some more, um, <clears throat> if there's some more targets falling out there. And Tyler Lockett. Um, if if uh, Doug Baldwin fails to play, he, he played last week, but he's missed a, he's missed a decent amount of time this year. If he fails to play again, that's a great matchup against Kansas City. And uh, big play, Tyler Lockett might be in for a splash if, if uh, he gets enough targets. So let's look with those two.
0: All right. All right. We're going to skip tight ends because it's very unpredictable. Tight ends. I really don't like going over tight ends. You know, they're mostly yep. just for blocking. It's really hard to predict that. But um, who you guys defense? Who's your, who's your defense startup? Who are you starting this week?
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if you're in season long, you won't be able to get these guys. But the, I, I gotta talk about them. Like the Chicago Bears, <laughs> not 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 only if not only are they the number one fantasy defense this year, but they're taking on Nick Mullins, and that's that's just a recipe for failure right there. Not to mention the fact that Nick Mullins is going to be without his best pass black, blocking running back and Matt Barita most likely, as we mentioned earlier, with the handcuff situation. So if uh, if you're in daily fantasy, I would pay up for the Chicago Bears. Uh, it's going to be a massacre. Um, definitely worth the look. Yeah, and DraftKings,
0: they're only uh, $3,500. That's expensive for defense, but you can work around it. I paid up in most of my daily ones. Um, I, it's, mm-hmm. so, it's so funny. Every week, they're either in my stardom or in my notables. These Chicago defense got something to play, man. They, they, they're they tearing it up. I love Khalil. Mm-hmm. I call him Khalil Sack. That's his name now. I don't know. <laughs> his name is Khalil Sack to me. Um, He has 12 sacks. He has more sacks than the Oakland Raiders have sacks as a whole team. Biggest mm. mistake that ever, the Raiders will ever make. Ooh, yikes! Yeah. God, so, <laughs> um, who are you sitting this week? You know, I like I you know what I like this setup. Who who you got?
1: Yeah, you know I'm actually I'm sitting the Baltimore Ravens this week, and uh, I know it sounds a little weird because they're ranked fifth in DST this year, but um, you know the Chargers are sixth against defensive special teams this year. Who, of course, they have coming to town. Um, well, you can kind of say that the Chargers' home field advantage is kind of got quotations around it, but yeah. Anywho. Um, to make things worse, though, over the past seven weeks, the Chargers have only allowed a total of 17 defensive and special teams points. That's a two, per average uh, uh, two, 2.1 point per game average over that time, which is less than half of the league average since then of 5.6. Um, I'm not too comfortable starting the Baltimore defense. There's a lot of streaming options out there for you that you can probably find, and uh, I'd definitely give those a look instead if you could.
0: Yeah, um, you know my team, my Chargers, man. I think we're gonna. I think we haven't caused a turnover in uh last last game, and uh, I think we can. They're gonna. I think if we could stop Lamar Jackson from running so much and contain him, he's gonna make some mistakes, big mistakes. And those Jack boys are gonna execute on that. We're playing for that division, so see, see, see we're gonna come in heavy. Mm-hmm. Durant Dur James is, I, I believe, will get a sack or two. They're gonna come in with the heat on on Dur- on Lamar Jackson, but love that, love that Absolutely. pick. All right, who's your sleeper this
1: week? Who you got? Yeah, I think you guys should definitely be giving a look to the Tennessee Titans. They're uh, welcoming Josh Johnson. He led the Redskins. Redskins to town. Oh my God. Asking, That's funny. That, that, name, that name is so funny because I'm like, who the hell is Josh yeah, right? Johnson? Yeah. No, exactly. I was about to say, like, if you guys don't know who Josh Johnson is, that's because almost no one knows who Josh Johnson is. This man hasn't started a game since 2012 until last week. He got a win, so, I mean, good for him, shit. But, I mean, uh, the fact of the matter is he's been with the team for about three weeks. The Titans are a top 10 defense. They forced three turnovers and allowed a total of seven points over the last two weeks. The Redskins are giving up a generous 11.3 points per game to opposing DSTs over the past five weeks. Granted, that's been all Sanchez and Johnson, but that's who's playing. So, look, they're they're near the bottom of the NFL during that stretch. Um, if you're not comfortable playing Baltimore, if you're not comfortable with your pick that's been, that you've been riding for the majority of the year, go pick up Tennessee. They'll probably help you win a championship.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Redskins, I mean, I really had out a couple weeks ago, man. I, I thought they were going to the, I thought they were winning the division and then just the injuries mm-hmm. on wide receiver, running backs, and then quarterbacks are down to this guy. And um, I don't want to, sh- you know, shoot this guy's confidence down, but I mean, it's Josh Johnson, man, it's three, you said three weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's I think Titans ta- and guys. the Titans are playing for a playoff spot. So, I mean, they're going to come with that heat. Henry's going to mm-hmm. run the ball down their throat. They're going to, they're going oh, to, yeah. yeah, they're going to ball up. Um, who are some notables this week? You got defense.
1: Yeah, if you guys are desperate, um, the Cleveland defense, they got Cincinnati coming to town, as I said, led by, led by J- Jeff Driscoll. Um, that, that might be worth a look. The Indianapolis Colts will be playing the New York Giants. It's likely that the Giants finally set Eli Manning down now, now that they've been eliminated from playoff contention. They're probably going to give Kyle Luetta his first career start. And honestly, whoever they got at quarterback, the Indianapolis defense might be worth a good play this week. So give them a look. And if you're very desperate, Houston, the Houston defense against Nick Foles. Nick Foles looked good last week, but still, you know, could be worth a look for you guys. So there are some three desperate plays if you need them down the stretch.
0: All right, man. You you fit right in, man. Uh, Those are some great picks. Um, I just want to go over my dad picks, me and him. If you guys don't know yet, me and my dad play um, Daily um, DraftKings and FanDuel. And this is his lineup. He just gave me a lineup. He don't give me no exclamation. I'm like, send me a lineup, and this is okay. it. So this is DraftKings compatible with a couple hundred dollars left. You could work around your tight end, flex, and defense. So he he's playing Dak Prescott at, okay. at quarterback. He's playing um, Kenyan <coughs> Ballage for the from the Dolphins. That's a good look. I, I like that player. Christian McCaffrey okay. at runner back. You got Amari Cooper. You got okay. um, the wide receiver Foster out of the Buffalo Bills. He he he's putting in some work. Um Mike oh, Will. Yeah, Mike Will. Um, very underrated. Um, fourth best wide receiver on the Chargers, and he has nine touchdowns on the season. Um, you got <laughs> you got Ebron, he's the Colts touchdown machine. Um Love it. at Flex, he has a Carson on the Seahawks. That dude's on pace to rush for a thousand yards. And on defense, he has the Denver Broncos. So, like I said, a couple hundred dollars you could spare here when it comes to your flex tight end defense. I know uh the bears you could probably afford the bears if you get a different tight end i mean whatever you like mm-hmm. to do draft kings uh, fan duel and if um if you guys want to verse any of us um you can hit us up on any of our social medias we'll um say those later and we can play some fantasy football all right so i got some questions for you steven you ready yeah all right yeah go ahead this buddy. is coming from my boy josh suarez suarez via ig he said Dak prescott versus tampa bay or Brady versus Buffalo. This is his dilemma he's having. And I was like, oh, this should be pretty easy. Mm -hmm. So, Steven, what's your analysis?
1: Yeah, and I hear why he's having problems with this. I mean, do you really want to sit a a name like Tom Brady on championship week? But, I mean, look, man, I I think the move is Dak Prescott here. Uh, The matchup is better. Um, Brady's not going to be needed very much in that game. I'm, I'm not hating on the man. I'm not hating on the GOAT. Um, I just think uh, the supporting cast has dwindled. He's not throwing as many passing touchdowns right now. It's a prime bounce back spot for the Dallas Cowboys and that offense. So I'll be rolling Dak out there this week.
0: Yeah, um, he told me it's just like Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady though. I'm like, I know, but you know, Tom Brady has not yeah. been putting up those numbers, and that's why he barely made it to the playoffs in his league. Like he's, he was barely making it with Tom Brady. He had, he has a lot of other good players. So I'm like, you know what? Oh, he's been, he's, he's been riding them all. Yeah, he's been riding all year, man. I'm just like, man, oh, you crazy. Man. So um, he's, I told him play Dak. <laughs> And um, I'm pretty sure he'll listen to your analysis as well. All right. So this one comes from my boy Alex Perez via Facebook. He said Big Ben versus New Orleans or Watson versus Philadelphia. Who you have in this right. one? Uh, you said Alex. Yeah, yeah. This comes from my boy Alex.
1: All right, Alex. Look, man. If 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 uh, Big Ben was at home, I'd be taking him because New Orleans. I like, got a very good matchup against their passing defense against fantasy quarterbacks anyway. But uh, because they're on the road and just the home road splits that come with Big Ben in that offense. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Deshaun Watson. Philadelphia is still down their top three corners. Like, a lot of people don't know that. I, I, I believe their nickel corner is now questionable, but they're still down their top two corners. You got Deshaun Watson, Damaris Thomas, solid running game. Uh, and they're at home. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard not to take Deshaun Watson in that spot. I think the upside is there with him, along with a solid floor. That's definitely what you want on championship week. So I'd be rolling Watson out there, my friend.
0: Yeah, Philadelphia—they got so much injuries on the defense alone. Like you said, they're down two top corners. I'm surprised they—they they, um, beat the the Rams last week. I was really surprised. So yeah, wow. That and was, uh, yeah, yeah, prime time game. Uh, that's that's crazy. They embarrassed them, and, and they and they got the one. But I'm gonna take. You know, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna take Watson. Um, that D is just depleted, um, and mm-hmm. they're fighting for. They both are playing for. Playoff positioning, one's playing for a playoff spot. Um, Watson, if they protect Watson, I mean he he's good to go. So um there you have it, guys. That is the fancy football predictions of week 16 with our mm-hmm. guest speaker, Steven. Steven, um, where can they find you social media-wise if they want to hit you up for questions or debate about you? Where can they hit you up at?
1: Yeah, hey guys, if you want to hit me up for questions, you can follow me on IG at Coach Dezzy. And uh, I don't got Twitter yet, but I'm in the future. We'll see. And uh, if you want to listen to more sports having to do with spreads and whatnot, you can check out my my other podcasts, uh, Beautifully Designed and Gifted, uh, on SoundCloud and on our website. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Well, there you go. There's Stephen, if you want to follow me, I have a Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, it's The Nose Goes, at Sports Guy David, at Sports Guy David. Yeah, because The Nose nose and if you guys would have seen my <laughs> finger i touched my nose and then my brain you know the nose nose um and on ig it's the same thing sports guy david i post all the articles podcasts we cover we cover all sports and everything if you want to follow all of us on the fancy sports cave we got spotify we got facebook twitter instagram we got apple podcast we got apple news any social media outlet you type in fancy sports cave and you got us so i'm david gonzalez Love the it. fourth that is steven i'm out